stop laughing. Just leave it in there. I know, I will. We could just start it like that for fun. Oh, hello. Hello. <laughs> Take it away, frog. All right, I will. Why don't I? Okay, in today's mini cast, we're going to be discussing all kinds of opportunities for fall knitting in communities across Connecticut. Uh, plus, we'll remind you all about the event we're most excited about. <laughs> Although I'm so excited about knitting with sheep that it may actually. I mean, that's going to like, that's going to win over everything. It does. It yeah. does. But at any rate, uh, we also want to reshare any details or for the first time, if you're just joining us, thank you for joining us. The details on our first ever knit along, which is Rumpel and the Frogs stocking along. Yay. So do you have your supplies yet? I hope so. Um, still time to get them. We haven't quite cast it on just yet. You can check out Instagram and Ravelry or our show notes page to see ours and get excited about that. But before we dive into that, let's talk about some things that are coming up a little sooner in the calendar. Noel. Yes. Awesome. So this year there is still a yarn crawl here in the Connecticut area. It's fall crawl 2020. And this year, you know, things look a little different than in years past. Um, you know, that's because we need to accommodate the limitations of restrictions due to the pandemic and everything. Um, but for starters, the yarn crawl spans a whole week this year, not just awesome. two or three days, um, which is what it normally would have been, um, which I think is really great. It gives lots of people more time to, if they're able to travel and able to go in person, they can go visit maybe all seven yarn shops that are participating. Um, but if you're not able to travel right now and you still want to participate, all the shops are participating virtually uh, as well. And that, that means, you know, their online shops are participating in all the festivities as well. Um, so awesome. I just wanted to let people know what the shops are who are participating and where they're located because we actually have one in New York as well. Awesome. Yeah. So those shops participating and I will just mention we will link to the information to the fall crawl 2020 on in the show notes so if you want details about what each specific shop is doing you can go check those out um so yeah in sheep's clothing is in torrington connecticut knit and pearls is in avon connecticut knit new haven is in new haven connecticut nancy o is in ridgefield connecticut new england yarn and spindle is in southington connecticut Pick Up Every Stitch is in Mount Kisco, New York. I think I said that right. You did. I'm not sure. Awesome. Okay. And finally, Westport Yarns is in Westport, Connecticut. <laughs> Fantastic. This is an, a yeah. great list and a couple of, uh, it looks like a couple of new shops, or at least new to what used to be the Western Connecticut Yarn Crawl, right? Yeah. Yeah. So this looks a little bit expanded, both in terms of geography and also the length of time of the crawl. Too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so I think there's a lot of new exciting things that they have to offer this year. And I just did want to give a quick little shout out to our local yarn shop here in central Connecticut where we live, Knit and Pearls. And I wanted to let folks know that they still have time 
to make it to this very special trunk show that I think is very exciting um, that features 100 ravens. Mm -hmm. Um, They also have handmade bags by Janet McKinstry this year. And the really big deal thing that I wanted to point out, though, is that on Saturday, the I think it's the last day of the yarn crawl, uh, the 17th, from 12 to 4, they'll be hosting the head dyer, Becca, from 100 Ravens for a meet and greet, which That's is a so very awesome. unique opportunity. Yeah, I saw that on their newsletter and on yeah. Instagram. That's so exciting. So I hope people can get out there. So woo woo for our local yeah. shop. Yeah. <laughs> That's I great. just thought that was so cool that that she'll be there for a meet and greet and you know that's pretty awesome to meet the person who's had a hand in your fibers (laughs) yeah quite literally that's awesome all right well speaking of fibers and where they come from and getting to know the people behind what we do and what we love so much right so in addition to this yarn crawl Uh, We also want to share other opportunities for knitting and community around Connecticut. So we're going to do a roundup of those. And the next one that we want to highlight is a fantastic event up at the Hillstead Museum in Farmington, Connecticut. It is called Knitting with Sheep. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Uh, I'm sure (laughs) Noelle's crazy excited. She's already registered me to, we'll be there. So if you're enjoying us and want to meet in person, we will also be there. So up at the Hillstead, you can knit in the pasture with Uh, on Sunday. Noelle's beside herself excited. This is on Sunday, November 1st from 12 to 2. And to tell you more important details about how you pre-register, which is essential because of COVID-19 concerns, Mm -hmm. what to expect, why they do it, who will be there, and who they are, we've done a mini interview with Bobby and Ann, the sheep farmers. So I hope you enjoy this mini interview. Here they are. All right. I'm so excited to hear from our two guests, friends of mine, Bobby and Ann up the hill who are sheep farmers. How cool is that, Noel? Oh my gosh, I'm so jealous. <laughs> I know. I've read books about being sheep farmers um, and I've seen sheep farmers doing the sheep farming thing, both of which <laughs> convinced me not to be a sheep farmer. No, you should still be a sheep farmer. <laughs> <laughs> but these two, they're doing it. They're actually doing it. So um, Bobby and Ann, if you want to take a minute, we'd love to hear who you are and the name of your farm and what you do up there. Sure. Uh, my name is Bobby Emery, and the name of our farm is Clatteridge Farm. And I'm Ann Foss, and with Bobby, we both farm and raise about somewhere between 40, 50 uh, sheep, depending on how many are born in the spring. Um, they're Shetland sheep. It's a heritage breed, um, and they have wonderful fiber wool, um, so they're perfect for knitters. Um, they also, Shetland sheep's uh, colors range naturally from uh, whites to silvers to a butterscotch color sometimes, browns, blacks. So when we have products made from our, uh, our sheep's wool, we never dye it. Uh, we just have the natural colors and it makes just spectacular yarn and scarves and gloves and hats and blankets, uh, rugs. Uh, so it's, uh, it's just a fabulous fiber. One of the, one of the things we really love about having the, a flock of so many different, um, colored sheep is that we can easily pinpoint the yarn that we get back from which sheep. 
So we can tell people um, the individual sheep that you're whose wool you're knitting with. So that's that's fun. And they're all they. I, I don't know how people do it with with a flock of entirely white sheep or. Uh, <laughs> we absolutely love our Shetlands and their their characters. They're I think they're more like goats and a lot of their attitude and mischievousness. And, um, they're just, they're a wonderful, wonderful breed. And you should be a sheep farmer because the world needs more sheep farmers. <laughs> there it's you very go. glamorous, very, very glamorous. I, yes, I agree. Well I know. It comes with very glamorous boots. I've seen them. <laughs> yeah. So you so, should all quit your day jobs and get sheep. Right. We have a very uh, sophisticated way of naming our sheep, which oh, you yes. do. Bobby said they're all different colors, so you do have some chance of actually putting a name to a specific sheep. But we uh, early on decided to name them by the letter of the alphabet that corresponds to the year. So this is 2020, and this is a T, T year, right? T being oh, wow. the 20th letter of the alphabet. And people always ask what happens when you get to the end of the alphabet, and then you start over. We just start over. <laughs> it's highly technical. Oh, That's I right. I love that. That's right. Oh, I was going to ask if, uh, is Petunia still out there? She's my favorite. She Aww. is. Yay. She is a sweetheart. Oh, I just, I love her so much. So let me ask, uh, how many rams do you have up there at the, just one with the. Um, at, at the moment we, ha we don't have any, we threw, we removed all the ram lambs and uh, in a week we're going to bring over the, the chosen ram. The lucky dad. The lucky dad. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> He'll be busy. He'll be busy. Be unbelievably <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, that's so cool. And, and, I, and it's wonderful. It's all in, in full view of Route 4 yeah. with the stop traffic of all time. I <laughs> love it. To think about. <laughs> that's right. So uh, to that end, we should mention that Clatteridge Farm is located up on Mountain Spring Road also, right? You have other animals yep. up there, yeah. but the farm are on land that you're leasing at the Hillstead Estate and Property in Farmington, Connecticut, correct? Correct. Yep. Awesome. Cool. You've so practiced for You've practiced for this. I have. I've practiced a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so Noelle, did you hear? I've encouraged Noelle to sign up for the big event that we want to announce. Well, I have signed up. Okay, I signed good. up the same day that you sent me the info. Um, yeah, Yay. as soon as I knew I was good on that date to be away from home, I was like, yep, sign me up. And I had told Amy, I'm really hoping – I don't know if this will be possible, but I'm hoping I can actually pet some of the sheep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You'll be you'll be in with the sheep. Yes. Yes. Oh, I can't wait. I awesome. love it. So, um, Anne and Bobby, do you want to describe the date, the time, and anything anyone might need to know about this event? We haven't quite announced it yet, so go ahead and tell us what your event is and how we can get there. Sure. It's called Knitting with Sheep. Very original. But the... Um, <laughs> We applied for a Guinness Book of World Records last year to have the most people knitting in the company of sheep at the same time. And this is amazing. I love it. Okay. And, Guinness, and Guinness wrote back and said, thank you, but no, we're not interested. We don't think there'll be that many people interested. So it's huh. too narrow of a category. a category. So we're not Guinness Book 
world record holders, but we are world record holders in that we announced it. We got 15 people to show up last year, so we're it. We're it. <laughs> this year, we're hoping to break our, our record. And, uh, and there's actually a farm in New York State that is threatening to, to uh, break it for you. <laughs> what, what farm? Do you know the name? Uh, Morehouse Farm. Oh, I'm from upstate New York originally. Um, so, so I was curious if uh, I yeah. So Erin from Morehouse said she actually came to our event last year and was part of the and thought uh -huh. we thought it would be a wonderful thing to have a going back and forth and <laughs> generate and, more enthusiasm for more to do this and then Guinness will take note and then yeah, exactly. they'll they'll learn they'll pay they'll pay yeah. so it's, it's November 1st. People must pre-register because of uh, space is limited because of COVID and um, mm -hmm. if we have to cancel or whatever. We need contact information. So um, it's November 1st from 12 to 2 at Hillstead Museum in Farmington. Um, and you must pre-register, which you can do by either going to uh, clatteridgefarm.com or event bright knitting with sheep or well we'll uh, i'm gonna interrupt you we'll include links in the show notes so anybody who oh. is looking for a link can just hop over there oh. and find it very quickly oh that's Great. fantastic that's excellent yeah awesome. okay so so pre-registration is is crucial and where everybody's gonna wear uh, masks except for the sheep <laughs> <laughs> no masks and if you don't have knitting needles, you do not gain entry. That's the. That's right. That's you gotta you gotta come ready to go. So I'll, I have I'll a bring question. extra. <laughs> so if we if we can't get the Guinness Book of World Records to notice this fabulous event, I wonder if we could get Guinness Brewing to notice. Because <laughs> I was thinking that by November first, it might be a little chilly. And yeah. even if, and even if I'm knitting. A giant blanket in my lap, maybe say, and maybe Petunia wants to come put her head in my lap. I still think that a Guinness beer could really warm the soul. Just a thought. Just yes, a we'll, we'll see what they think about that. Yep. <laughs> We're gonna put you on the board. That's right. I need to be on. I want to be on the board of this this ginormous event. Oh my gosh! Director of development. That's right. An outreach. I love it. Oh my gosh. Well, is there anything else you two want to add about your special? It is a special place. I have to say that I've really enjoyed collaborating with Bobby and Anne with my students, Noel. I've brought uh, students up there to meet the sheep uh, annually, yeah. to learn about the sort of the grit and the heart and soul it takes to be a small farmer. The importance of all of that. And, uh, and also it's super fun to uh, pocket apples for like in advance <laughs> from the so that we can chuck them to the sheep and watch them figure that out which is always fun Aww. oh what were you going to say noel i i was just going to add that um the hillstead property the outdoor area is a very special place to me when we first moved out here we ended up in farmington just down the road from where you are and i would take my very young daughter at the time and we would walk uh up to the hillstead and walk the property and just spend a lot of time looking at the sheep and it was always so fun to go there with her and our favorite time is always when the lambs are born yeah. and just running around oh that's the best yeah. so, <laughs> i just the spring I, is a happy time oh yes mm -hmm. so that that's awesome i yeah, love that 
it's so close by. It's such a great resource for the community. That's great. Yeah, that's why we that's why we do it is to is to share. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, one one detail about the, the event: um, parking will be up in the Hillstead main parking lot, and then people walk down. Um, mm -hmm. We can't have cars parking down near the near the uh, pasture. Okay. So sure. park up there, and then walk down. And you'll see the two big barns: one sort of brown, older barn, then a red barn, this hay barn, uh, and a uh, historic uh, farmhouse. Um, and you'll see the sheep, so you'll know you're at the right place. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Great. So fantastic. So we'll put all of this in our show notes and, and hopefully we can have you back for later announcements, maybe when it's lambing or shearing time. Oh. Great to hear from you. Sounds wonderful. Absolutely. You guys are great. Thank great. you so much. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks for joining us. It's so great to hear <laughs> okay. from you. All right. We'll see, you. see you on the first. Bye guys. Bye. 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 Fantastic. I hope you enjoyed that little spot from Bobby and Anne. Thank you, Bobby and Anne, for joining us. It was really fun to hear from you. Yes, directly. thank you. And I'm so excited to have virtually met them. And I cannot wait to actually meet them in person. It's going to be great. Oh, Petunia. I'm going to have my reunion Aww. with Petunia. She's one of my faves. She's the most amazing color when you see her. I can't wait. And I love those. The Shetland sheep are just adorable. They are so sweet. They're so cute. And I have to tell you, I cannot wait to get my little fingers on those beautiful, greasy little sheep. I know. It's amazing. Oh, you I can't get your, like half of your arm in there before you hit sheep at this yes. time of year, right? <laughs> also, Noel, since it's November 1st, this uh, Knitting with Sheep, if you're all done with your pumpkins and if they're not painted, oh. um, the sheep up at the Hillstead, so Bobby and Ann sheep up there at Clatter Ridge, they love those <gasps> discard pumpkins from Halloween. Really? I love them. Now, it's do they have to still be wholesome pumpkins? Like no yucky stuff going on them yet? I don't know. I'll ask. I usually okay. I usually bring up my pumpkins right after Halloween at the end and they just they dive right in. They love them. Okay. So they get their faces get all orange. It's fantastic. Oh. Um so yeah. So if you want to or if you're going by a farm, you know, where they're like getting rid of them at the end of the season. Yeah. I can promise you that Petunia and crew will be super oh. excited. Um, especially since they're gonna be getting ready to spend a whole winter working on those lambs to come, right? <laughs> Can't wait. All right. So here's another one. So there's a little yarn shop called Twist Yarn Shop in Niantic. And I got a message from Lisa, the owner there. So I'm going to read that from her. Yeah. Great. So she says, hi there. This is Lisa from Twist Yarn Shop. I want to thank Rumple and the Frog for allowing me to do a shout out. We're located in Niantic, Connecticut, and you can look us up at twistyarnshop.com for hours and directions. I look forward to seeing some new faces in the shop, even if it's only from your eyes up. <laughs> in a new world, it's amazing to see how crafting can pull us all through hard times. I'm so glad to be part of the Rumple and the Frog, bringing us and our crafting together. If anyone's listening to this and wants to know what's on my needles, it's Ooh. Uzo by Thea Coleman. I hope I pronounced the project correctly. It's spelled O-U-Z-O. And again, we'll put it in the show notes. And if you mention you heard this on today's podcast, you'll get it 20% off when you stop by for the pattern, yarn, and needles. So thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the episode. Awesome. Awesome. Thank Very you, Lisa, cool. Thank for sending us that message. Thank you. 
And another uh, shop down there near the shoreline is called Madison Wool. We've talked about it before, Noel. It's often called Mad Wool, which I think is super fun. Yes. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, they're the shop that has the spinning wheels you can test out. Yeah. I have yep. got to call them and try to make an appointment. I've not been there yet, but I know when I am ready to get a new wheel, I have to go test drive them. Yeah. Before I buy another one. <laughs> you sure do. And Dana is awesome. So awesome. Uh, Dana at Madison Wool reached out to me to let me know that they're open seven days a week now. Wow. So yeah, awesome. Now into knitting season, they've got their normal hours and they're holding small classes and knitting groups too. So they've added Monday. So you can catch them even on a Monday and they're still running their sort of signature event, which I mean, I try so hard to get to this and it never happens for me. It's just bad luck, but Aww. it's called the Stitchin Beach. And oh, they, nice. they knit on the beach every other week and throughout the summer, but then they do move it safely, socially distant into mm-hmm. the shop and studio right there in Madison. Um, nice. So on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, one's evening, one afternoon, you can knit in collaboration and community with your friends down in Madison, if that Very works good. for you. All right. And then I have one more, uh, you and you, which I haven't (laughs) visited, but I got awesome reviews from friends. Um, that's E W E and you (laughs) in Windsor, Connecticut. I have a message here from owner Rachel. And so I'm going to patch that in now. Hi, my name is Rachel and I'm the owner at you and you fiber arts in Windsor, Connecticut, where there's always been a strong emphasis on the importance of our fiber arts community. With the onset of COVID-19, our ability to host sit and knit crochet time in our shop has changed drastically. We have been able to spend a lot of time crafting outside during the nice weather, and when it comes to less favorable weather, we meet on Zoom. These meetups are free and open to anyone. Please contact the store if you're interested in more information. We do have classes available by appointment, and they can be made by contacting the shop. Classes cover a wide variety of techniques and ability levels as we cater our lessons to you and your learning needs. Our store is open for shopping Tuesday and Wednesday from noon to 5 p.m., Thursday from noon to 6 p.m., and Friday and Saturday from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Please join our email list on our social media pages on Instagram and Facebook for updated store events. We look forward to seeing you soon. Fantastic. So that was Rachel from You and You. Um, I love, I think it's interesting and I love to hear about a shop that is, and you can read more about her online. There was even a little, um, local news spot on her that I found online. Oh, fun. But I think it's super neat to hear of a yarn shop that's been really kicked off by a crocheter. So if you love crochet and modern crochet and all of that good stuff that crochet brings and you, and you know, sometimes some knitting shops don't spend as much attention on crochet as others. It kind of depends on where you go. But I think if you're a crocheter, you will find what you want, the guidance and the mentoring and the steering and the inspiration you need for sure from Rachel at you and you. So thank you, Rachel, for contributing uh, that on Anchor, which is our podcasting host where we can accept voice messages. So if anyone out there is listening who would like to do the same, go for it. It's easy for us to use that (laughs) and incorporate it in episodes. Super fun. Awesome. Thank you. All right, Rumpel, what you got here? Oh, this is obviously big news. Well, okay. So first, if you've been, I'm just going to try to use a broader term, a fiber enthusiast for at least a year, maybe longer, probably longer, depending on the community of 
fiber folks, you're around, <laughs> you will have heard of the New York Sheep and Wool Festival, also known as Rhinebeck, also known as Woolstock to me and my close-knit group of friends <laughs> who have attended this in the past. Um, so that is this coming week and weekend. It begins virtually on October 15th and runs through the 18th and they are celebrating their 40th year. Oh, crazy. Amazing. Yes. And so awesome. And I did get a ticket to attend virtually. Um, not gonna lie. I'm not quite sure how this is gonna go yet. <laughs> I don't quite know what's happening with it. I'm embarrassed to admit that, but it's quite true. I got my ticket and now I'm trying to like kind of navigate the scheduling of virtual booth tours and stuff. And yeah, yeah. It, it feels very strange because fiber festivals are so incredibly tactile and mm. communal and there's an energy when you're there that I don't know. It's going to be really interesting to see how it goes virtually. I have yet to attend a virtual event like this. So here we go. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be a lot of zoom links. I, yeah. I also bought a ticket. That's Yay! So it's super inexpensive by the way. It's just, yes. it's just $5 to yep. get in. Um, and then you can select, it's a little late now, but I'm sure you could still try to schedule some workshops if you would like. And yeah. Um, and then the vendors, you schedule those too. Mm -hmm. Um, and so you can kind of pick and choose some vendors. And I think that the hope is you'll really get to interact with some of these special artists and artisans that are, um, that otherwise would be showing and support them at what would have been Rhinebeck. And, you know, I got to yeah. say, I'm not a fan of this pandemic situation at all. However, no. <laughs> I've never made it to Rhinebeck for a host of reasons. Um, they're it's almost always exactly lined up with a couple of major events that I need to attend to either in my life or because I'm associated with schools. There's a couple of big school events that happen this yeah. time. So I've never been able to go. So actually my little $5 and my like one vendor that I'm going to drop in on oh. is like my first ever going. So Yay. I look forward to reporting back on how that goes. Ah, I can't wait. I'm so excited yeah. for you. <laughs> That's really cool. So we'll make sure in our next uh, full episode that we give a sort of roundup of our Rhinebeck experiences, yeah. whether we just, I'm just going to dip a teeny, teeny, tiny pinky toe in, but, um, but I'll let you know how it goes. So, Yay. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. And last but not least, our <laughs> stocking <laughs> along. I don't know why it makes me sing. Okay. Rumple, tell oh. me everything I need to know about uh. the stocking along one more time or where to go. Everything you need or what to a stocking is. <laughs> <laughs> a stocking is a thing shaped like a sock that you could wear on your foot or you could hang to be filled with little treats. I or don't cold. know. If, yeah. yeah, if you've been bad, I don't know. Have you been bad? You might be getting little sticks and coal in yours. I think I probably, that's a guarantee. No, but anyway. I doubt it. <laughs> no, no. Um, okay, but for all the details, you can visit our show notes page and check out the It's a Stocking Along um, show notes page. <laughs> we'll link to it in this the show notes for this episode too. Um, you can also visit Ravelry. You can 
visit us on Instagram and check out the post there. Um, and you can also go back in if you haven't listened to the It's a Stalking Along episode, you can hear the details there as well. Um, but just to refresh people's minds, we <laughs> will be <laughs> casting on our projects on the 28th of October. And we invite you, anyone out there who is doing any kind of a stocking in any kind of fiber art craft form to join us and work along through the craft um, until, I mean, our rules are that there's really no rules and yes. we're encouraging you and trying to uh, give you encouragement to stick along with us on like a timeline to make sure you complete your project in time for the holiday season. With that being said, we aim to bind off on December 9th and have our stockings completely done and ready to hang on December 16th. All these dates um, are in the show notes of the original podcast episode. And what else do I want to say about it? <laughs> oh, I think that you want to say that in addition to Ravelry, Instagram, and other ways to engage with us along the way, um, I yeah. noticed, I put this in our notes here if you look, if we cast on on the 28th as planned, which I'm yes. sure we will. Absolutely. Just think, won't we be underway? Won't we be knitting these with the sheep on <gasps> November 1st? Yes, so we can bring our stockings with That's us. Right. And if you are listening to this and you are going to come with, to the knitting with sheep, you should bring, and you're going to participate in the stocking along, and it has to be knitting for this particular event. Um, bring your stocking too. We want to right. see it. <laughs> yeah, bring your stocking. It might just be barely cast on, but that's all right. That's all it's we all need right. for yeah. us to get started. Yes. Fantastic. All right. So that, I think, is a wrap. That's a roundup of all kinds of cool things happening throughout Connecticut, a little bit in New York also, and yeah. right here and practically in our backyards for yes. Noel and for me with our local yarn shop doing some awesome events at the center of the yarn crawl with a special guest dyer. And then at the end of this beautiful, colorful month, uh, as it gets chillier and cozier, just think we will be knitting with sheep. I cannot wait. Oh my gosh. It'd be cool if they were knitting all the with sheep. us. <laughs> I mean, but I think they're just going to be snuffling around and maybe bleeding. we could make some apparatuses, apparatusi, apparatuses <laughs> for apparatus them. for them to uh, knit with us. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, why not? Hmm. <laughs> it's never. We've got time. We've got time. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Uh, um, thanks so much for listening. And yeah. we hope that you enjoy engaging in all these cool things that are happening. We're so glad to bring them to you. Anything else, Noelle, before we wrap up? I think on an end note, I will just say in the spirit of talking about all these amazing fiber resources that are close to home or now far away and you can access them virtually, I would just encourage anyone who is able to support 
your local yarn shop or one that you really enjoy, even if it's not your local one and one that you love, try to support them in any way you can right now. Um, this is a wonderful, vibrant community and we want to see everybody stay strong within it. So yeah, that's great. That's all. <laughs> yeah. That's the perfect note to end on. These are challenging times for small businesses. Um, but it's definitely, it's definitely pickup time for the knitting community this time of year. Yeah, so for let's, sure. Let's pick it up folks. Go visit those shops, um, <laughs> participate in online or curbside or whatever's going to work for you to support those businesses and keep it strong. Just like Noelle said, I love that. Fantastic. Yay. All right. Well, happy stitching everyone. And we'll be back soon with a full episode, the last of our mini series on real life giants. It's going to be kind of spooky. For creepy. Very creepy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see you there, folks. Happy Bye. stitching in the meantime. Bye. Bye.